This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, and it's episode number 49. Today we hear all about dogs. everybody to another episode of Visit the Zoo and I am your host Frederick Fishman. I'm the author of the 12 book 120 animal Visit the Zoo series of books on Kindle and in print audiobooks DVD and host of this podcast. We have websites our main websites zoo animals plural zooanimals.info and my author site at frederickfishman.com spelled f-i-c-h-m-a-n we have two crowdfunding sites at patreon.com slash visit the zoo and gofundme.com slash visit dash the dash zoo dash podcast and we hope you'll visit all of those sites we also have our podcast available on the Amazon Alexa Echo device and you can access our podcast by just invoking Either play Animals Podcast or open Animals Podcast or start Animals Podcast. Of course, using the first word, Alexa. We also have merchandise stores, one on Amazon and the other one on Zazzle. Best way to get to those is just by going to our nameplate, which is Zooswear, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R.com. Zooswear.com. And you'll see links for all of that. Okay, let's get started. got a couple of uh, stories here they're unrelated but they are related and after i give them to you i think you'll figure that out this first one uh is from the sun newspaper in the united kingdom it's also i've seen it in other places besides just on the sun website recently it's about north korea's zoo and it's considered the worst zoo in the world The article starts off, inside North Korea's worst zoo in the world, neglected tigers give birth to stillborn cub in front of cheering kids and turtles swim covered in algae. There's one heartbreaking shot where a white tiger is desperately trying to nurse a stillborn cub back to life. And it's about the sick reality of Kim Jong-un's beloved Pyongyang Zoo has been revealed with these harrowing photographs. The tubby dictator has personally visited the Central Zoo six times since taking power in 2011 and in 2016 ordered a multi-million pound renovation of its crumbling facades. But the regeneration did nothing for the animals, where they remain locked up in tiny concrete pens. The bulk of that investment for renovation was spent on a bizarre tiger's head sculpture at the entrance. Well, it it goes on to just describe horror after horror there at the North Korean zoo, designated by many as the worst zoo in the world. Now, you take that in contrast with this next article, as 1.7 million people were urged to evacuate ahead of Hurricane Florence, workers at the North Carolina Zoo were trying to figure out what to do with the 1,600 animals. Staff at the 500-acre zoo near Asheboro rushed Wednesday to move elephants, giraffes, chimpanzees, and hundreds of other species indoors to protect them from the storm's predictable, formidable winds and torrential rain. 
Spokesman Diane Vila said some of the larger animals, including bison and elk, will be put in fenced-in yards because they don't like being in fully enclosed spaces. Many other animals will be kept in barns. A crew of zookeepers, veterinarians, and park rangers will ride out the storm with the animals. The zoo is located 70 miles west of Raleigh, has 500 acres set aside for its animals, making it the world's largest walk-through natural habitat zoo. Most of the animals, Via said, don't know how to take care of themselves. The ones we're concerned about are being cared for inside. That includes two chimpanzees named Ruthie and Nori who needed to take medication on a regular schedule. Two zookeepers will stay close to the animals to make sure they get their medication on time. The zoo staff also planned to move 33 kennels housing birds inside, including vultures, owls, parrots and an Andean condor. The staff members will stay in four separate buildings. We're bringing out cots and air mattresses, Villa said. We're just preparing to hunker down with the animals. The zoo planned to be closed through Friday. So that's the difference between the North Korean zoo and the zoo in North Carolina. We're going to rearrange the schedule a little bit for today. We are going to play a mystery animal, but I think I may want to give you the answer pretty quickly after I play it. So let's hear the one mystery animal sound for today. And that's our mystery animal sound for today. I bet in a million years you probably never guessed that that was a dog. More specifically, it was a Doberman Pinscher. And I think today we're going to feature dogs, not only in this sound, but also in this description about dogs. And I've got a special reason for that, and I'll tell you why here towards the end of this description. First of all, dogs are known scientifically as Canis lupus familiaris. They are a an abundant terrestrial carnivore. Dogs were the first species to be domesticated selectively, and they've been bred for their behavior and also their physical attributes. Currently, it's estimated that there are 900 million dogs on the planet, and that number is rising. They've been living with humans for thousands of years, and they serve various functions as pets, working, service, law enforcement, military, and the closest living relative to the dog, of course, is the wolf. Earliest remains of dogs with humans have been discovered and dated back to 15,000 years ago, but there's a possibility that that may be as long ago as 35,000 years ago. Dogs vary in height and weight, intelligence. Australian Shepherd considered to be one of the smartest dogs, if not the smartest, and there are many other types of dogs that are close behind as well. They have very acute senses, with smell being the most acute, but they also have great taste and sight sensing, and they can also even sense the Earth's magnetic field as well. The smallest dog in record books ever 
is a Yorkshire Terrier that was two and a half inches at the shoulder and three inches in length and it weighed 4.0 ounces. The biggest ever so far has been an English Mastiff. It weighed in at 343 pounds and it was 98 inches from snout to tail. Of course, a Great Dane and the Irish Wolfhound would be very close behind. The average lifespan of a dog is 10 to 13 years. Mutts live about 1.5 to 2 years longer than their purebred brethren. And we had a mixed terrier that lived 18 years, believe it or not, which is pretty long. Dogs, how they think and behave, has been shaped by thousands of years of contact with humans. So they take their cues from us humans. They live with us and they depend upon us. So it is our responsibility if we take one into our home and within our human circle and family that we care for them. They crave our company and need our love. So if you have a dog, give that love. It is the sweetest gift to a dog that you can give. And there's just a little bit of background about dogs. And I've got some numbers here that's pretty astonishing is the dog ownership around the world. And what I've got a list of here is the 10 top countries and the amount of dogs that live with humans. Number one is United States. 75.8 million live with humans and our pets or work. Number two is Brazil at 35.7. Number three, China, 27.4 million. Russia, 15 million. Japan, 12 million. Philippines, 11.6 million. Number seven is India, 10.2 million. Number eight is Argentina at 9.2 million. France is number nine with the most dog ownership, and that's at 7.4 million. And to round out this list of the top 10 is Romania with 4.1 million dogs living with their owners. And that's a total for the top 10 countries of 208 million. And just as a curiosity, cat ownership is not that far off and tracks very similarly to dog ownership. There's about 204 million cats that live with the owners in the top 10 countries. So anyhow, that's a little bit about the dogs. And the reason why I wanted to concentrate on the dogs today is to let you know that we have taken at Visit the Zoo the top 25 dog breeds their images and we put them on apparel on t-shirts we just uploaded all these unique 25 images a few days ago they are on amazon right now on our merch store there and they will be on zazzle within a few days and i've got some beautiful pictures of these dogs with the names of the dogs underneath the picture so you know which is which these are striking images and they are on t-shirts coming in various colors and sizes and men and women and youth and the best way to get to our store is by going to our website that we just established for this purpose and it is at www.zooswear.com that's www.zooswear z-o-o-z w-e-a-r that's z-o-o-z w-e-a-r Com. Just go to the website and take a look at some of these pictures. I'm going to be uploading another, I would guess, 45 or 50 more pictures in the next few days as well for other images you can put on these t-shirts. So you may want to check that out. By the time you listen to this, I'm guessing that within five days, I should have all of those other 50 dog images up as well. Again, that's zooswear.com. 
And that's a little bit about our best friends, man's best friend, the dog. In our last segment here will be either poems or quotes, as I usually do every single week. And I think I'm going to continue on with some of these quotes because I really love some of these. The first quote is from Farley Moat, who was an environmentalist, a writer, who lived from 1921 to 2014. And he wrote the book Never Cry Wolf, which was made into a very famous Disney film directed by Carol Ballard. We have doomed the wolf not for what it is but for what we deliberately and mistakenly perceive it to be, the mythologized epitome of a savage, ruthless killer, which is in reality no more than a reflected image of ourself. Next quote is from George Eliot, who was an English poet, a novelist, and a journalist, and she lived from 1819 to 1880. Animals are such agreeable friends. They ask no questions. They pass no criticisms. This next one is from Alfred A. Montepert, who was a writer who lived from 1906 to 1997. Animals are reliable, many full of love, true in their affections, predictable in their actions, grateful and loyal, difficult standards for people to live up to. And our next quote is from the very famous English author A. A. Milne, who was famous for writing the Winnie the Pooh series of books from 1882 to 1956. Some people talk to animals. Not many listen, though. That's the problem. And our final quote is from English novelist and playwright Francis Hodgson Burnett, who lived from 1849 to 1924. How is it that animals understand things I do not know? but it is certain that they do understand. Perhaps there is a language which is not made of words, and everything in the world understands it. Perhaps it is a soul hidden in everything, and it can always speak without even making a sound to another soul. And those are our quotes for today. And that is a wrap to our episode number 49 of Visit the Zoo. I want to thank you very much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this one. It was a little bit different. Again, our websites are zooanimalsplural.info and my author site is at frederickfishman.com. Our merchandise is at zooswear.com. That's Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R.com. We are now on Amazon Echo Alexa devices. Our podcast, our latest podcast, can always be pulled up by invoking, of course, the Alexa name and then saying play or go to or open Animals Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. And I want to thank you very much. I hope you have a great week ahead. Bye for now.